I think my next move is the Starbucks in the Valley Village because uh-huh. there's at least like four men there yes. that come in frequently and I'm always sitting there and I just, I'm waiting, but I don't know why I should just, maybe you should just, I'll just go and you should do it. four out and yes. see what happens. Yes. But there's definitely four of them that I'm like, I would totally date these four men. You should 100% do it. Mm-hmm. And what you need to do is just like, before you do it, just say to yourself like, I don't know how you do this. It doesn't, you know, like I have no previous knowledge. I'm just going to go like I've, like I'm an alien and this is how you do things. Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. Listener question for the week. And before I read this, I will remind you to rate and review this podcast. Please share it with your friends. That really helps. If you're like, oh, I have a friend that could really use this advice, or I'm sick of hearing my friend talk about her boyfriend who she should break up with, or I'm always talking about dating with these people and they could really use some tips, please share this podcast with them. Also know that I do do this professionally and privately, and I won't broadcast your question if you're paying me. So that's a great way to talk to me. Also, not your therapist podcast at gmail.com. Great. Okay. So listener question this week is a quick one. It says, hi, quick question. Is it weird if a guy hasn't tried to kiss you by the end of the second date? I can't figure out if this guy is actually interested in me or not. I'm getting a lot of mixed signals. Um, And I told this person, I don't think it's weird. This guy might be taking it slow. I do think in general, we have a lot of mixed signals in society right now about how soon is it okay to get physical? Is it okay to make a move? I think guys are particularly a little bit scared about being creepy or reading signals wrong. So I told this person, next date you go on, if it feels right, you can say, you can kiss me if you want, or even can I kiss you? Whatever you're more comfortable with, we had our guest Rachel a few episodes ago who who told the person she was going to kiss him, take it into your own hands. At the beginning of a relationship, it's really about getting the ball rolling, making sure both people are comfortable, and that both people know that the other one is interested. And I can understand mixed signals, this person's asking you on multiple dates, but they're not making any moves. It's fair to assume they're just nervous. I always used to assume that anyone who wasn't going for me was just so intimidated by me and how amazing I was that I had to let them know it was okay. So you might have to position yourself for the makeout or the kiss, or you might just want to speak your thoughts out loud and say, you can kiss me, that's okay, or I'd like you to kiss me, or I've been waiting for you to kiss me, or whatever feels right in the moment. Same goes for this person kind of followed up with, you know, the first two dates I kind of initiated. How do I get to the third date? I want him to initiate. That's fine. You can initiate one more time and then say, okay, I've done three. Now it's your turn. In general, we just need to be more straightforward and honest with what we want. And if the person is still there, they're interested. So you really have nothing to lose. And if you're going to lose them by being straightforward, you were probably going to lose them anyway. And they weren't that into it to begin with. So tell them they can kiss you or just make the move yourself. Get them to the third date. Then tell them what it is you need and want from them and see if they can deliver. But let's stop trying to read each other's minds and all that. Let's just say what we want when we want it. Hello, welcome. I am here today with Jamie Bozak, who is a 23-year-old female-identifying producer of stand-up shows around Los Angeles. This is very different because usually I have comedians and now I have someone who is behind the scenes. So thank you for joining me, Jamie. Um, Jamie's Instagram real quick is J A 
I-M-E, Bozak, B-O-Z-A-C-K. She is lovely. So far, I find you to have a very calming presence that makes me feel like I'm a little manic, but that could be true anyway. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, excited. I even like your voice. I feel like you could be like a phone sex operator. Thanks. I've thought about it. I won sexiest phone voice once for, when an office that never talked to me over the phone before. Really? Like a paper plate office awards. And I just like to imagine that they just did not know me at all. So they ran out of stuff and they're like, well, she has no like actual traits. So let's just, what does she have? A deep voice. Let's just give her this paper plate award. Your voice is incredible. I don't think this was a throwaway award. I think this was very conscious and real because it occurred to me right away and I didn't know any of that. So funny. It's so great. I mean, maybe not phone sex. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you wanted to do that, you could. But also I could see as like late night talk radio, like that Delilah. Okay. You know, Delilah. Slow it down. Just like, I could just see it. I would listen to you talk all day. Wow. And I'm very sensitive to people's voices. There are a lot of people, I don't tell them this, but I find their voices very annoying, Um, especially of your younger generation, because you guys love to do that fry thing where you're like, and you don't do that at all. You're so mature. Well, thank you. I'm just overanalyzing your voice right now. No, this is great. No, I have the paper plate award still hung up in my room. I I would be proud of it. Okay, so you live in Los Angeles. You've lived here for about two years. You're originally from Michigan. Have you, we'll just get right into it. Have you done any dating in Los Angeles thus far? Like, what's that looking like for you? I have. I've tried. And as everybody says, it's the worst. Uh, People don't my experience people don't really want to commit and they move on very quickly Mm -hmm. so you could have a great date and then go to text them in a week and then they just want to be friends or they moved on okay so i've done some dating but it's not what i had in michigan which was like a four and a half year relationship to the point where i thought i was going to get married married i have not had a connection like that out here uh, or anything like that and every time I do it seems like it's not mutual or they have too much going on to really commit to anything so let's let's do timeline here so you're okay. 23 you moved here when you were 21 yes. so two years ago yeah. and before that you were in a four and a half year relationship yeah so I'm assuming you started dating when you were right out of high 17 18 yeah. and 18. you told me this before we started recording but he was 27 when you started dating Mm -hmm. so it was Mm -hmm. 18 and 27 yeah so nine year age difference how did you meet him um he played in a band and i saw him hot i know i know (laughs) i saw one of his shows and i was with some friends and i was like i don't know why but i have to talk to that guy so i like was so awkward because i had never really went up to a guy myself Mm. whatever it's kind of my first experience with that i went up to him and i was like I really like your your um, your sunglasses and your shirt. And your he shoes. was wearing sunglasses inside. No, he was outside. Okay, it was an outdoor okay, festival. Okay, great, 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 yeah, great, he's okay. you know not that cool. Okay, not, not that, that cool. cool. Gotcha, gotcha. And I ended up saying like I like your everything, and I was super Ooh. awkward about it. And then I never, I was like, I'm never gonna talk to that guy again. Then he works at a guitar center in town, and I happened to walk in oh a God. week later. I've never been to a guitar center, and he was working, and I was like, that's that guy. What do I do? And you recognized him without his sunglasses, which yeah, is great. Which is crazy. Isn't it crazy how we can see someone one time and then be like, that's that guy? That's like, that our guy. ability for facial recognition just blows my mind. That's very true. What that's made you true. go into the guitar center 
Um, Randomly. I went with a friend, the friend that pushed me to go talk to him at the festival. Then my friend played guitar, and so we went in there, and then I was so nervous. I was like, I got to buy something. I got to go talk to him. He's behind the cash register. Did your friend know that he worked there? This feels like a setup. It was not a setup. We were both like, what do we do? So he was like, go buy something. Go talk to him. So I bought drumsticks. I don't play drums at all. (laughs) I love this. I was like, like, what's cheap? What can get me talking to this guy? So I bought drumsticks, and I went up there, and I'm like shaking, and I'm like, do you remember me? And he was like, yeah, and also I sent him a friend request on Facebook, and he de- he denied it. Oh my god! Like flat denied or oh, just yeah. didn't accept? Well, he said no. He said no. Right oh my god! It wasn't oh like my an god. ignore thing. He wow, literally wow. was. He went out of his way to hit decline. This is great. Um, and then I knew someone else at the guitar center who was like, "Oh, Jamie, like you don't know Jamie? She's great." And I think that was when it clicked in his mind, like, "Oh, she's not creepy. She's like actually." A, part a cool of the person. Yeah. Interesting. And I asked him on a date to go see Hunger Games. I was like, hey, do you want to go see Hunger Games? At the guitar time? center that day? Uh, later that night, he, I sent him a friend request again. I was oh my creepy God. And, I, and then <laughs> he accepted it this time. Oh, I knew what I wanted. This is great. Case. Your perseverance is great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And it just worked out, you know? Like, it just And happened. he said yes to Hunger Games. And yes. then was that that? Like, you went to Hunger Games and then... Then we got some late night food. And cool. then he dropped me off. And I asked, I was like, can I kiss you? Oh, my God. I asked him. I was looking back. I don't know if I was like, you know, really smooth about it or not at all. Doesn't matter. You got what you wanted. <laughs> but I asked him for a kiss, and he said yes. And then, and then we kissed. And I was like, okay, so we're dating. Like I, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. He's my jaw first drop. Real boyfriend. Jaw drop. This is amazing. <laughs> He's my first real boyfriend. So I was like, we're going through the steps, and I have yeah. to ask him these steps mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. And he was like, yeah. And then, and then it turned into a four and a half year thing. Ha! Huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my last real, you know real relationship wow wow and then you broke up because you decided to move to LA yeah yeah we had been we we moved in together uh two months in dose dating so it was very quick and then we spent every day together and then when I moved here it was the distance kind of made it worse kind of tore it apart and then it got to the point where he we wouldn't compromise I didn't want to move back to Michigan he didn't want to come here so it just was better to be done what made you decide to, because that's, that's a big move, especially for like a 21-year-old at the time. Yeah. What made you decide to move here and like in that decision, did you factor him in at all or you were just like, I'm going? Well, I, I got kind of like my dream position or like internship with Conan O'Brien. Mm. And so that's why I came here. That makes sense. So at the time, I did factor him in, but I, one, I thought it was going to be temporary. I thought it was just going to be like the... You know, just the time period that they give you. And two, I didn't know that I would find as much joy as I did here. Mm-hmm. So I kind of did think it was going to be temporary. But then I was very open and honest with him. And I'm like, hey, I really love it out mm-hmm. here. And I don't want to come back. And then so I think that kind of hurt him. And he came and visited one week. And it was just like a bunch of arguing about mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be here. Him, He didn't want to be here. And I wanted to be here. So mm-hmm. it just didn't work out. Um, but I stayed because, um, I, I found more joy in the career than I did in the relationship at that point, which is not a great sign. Well, it's very telling. And I, I, you know, a lot of times people will be like, we broke up because of distance or like long distance is bad. And I'm like, if you want to make it work, if the relationship is fundamentally the right thing for you, you will make it work. And if you find other reasons to break up, like long distance, you would have broken up anyway. So it seems like. Had you stayed in Michigan, yeah, you'd probably be married now, but who knows if that would have been the right thing for you. And obviously, you have to follow your personal joy, especially when you're freaking 21 years old. <laughs> you should not be staying in Michigan for a dude. Um, so I'm glad. I'm really glad that you did that. And 
do you miss him? Do you have regrets? Are you like, because you haven't had a boyfriend since then, correct? Right. You've dated a little, but not had major relationships. Yeah, I definitely miss him. I miss him, you know, more often than I want to admit. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, uh, we were so close and that was like, my, I was my best friend. Yeah. So it's like, I lost a couple things in the process, like a best friend and I, we lived together. We had a dog together that ended up getting out of the breakup, but it felt like a divorce really. I mean, yeah. we had so many things together that when it ended, we were very, uh, like lost because mm-hmm. we were like, okay, well we just spent four and a half years together. We have nobody else. Yeah. So luckily I was out here though. I think that helped. Totally. Michigan's kind of isolating out here. It's like I could go out and go to comedy shows and have that release. Um, whereas he was just in Michigan. So I yeah. don't, his experience could be totally different than, than and you guys haven't really talked since then. Not really. That's super brave. I mean, super brave to take someone who's been such a part of your life for four and a half years, your whole life, and just say, I'm going to move on without it. And I think that's really smart and wise. And people are way too often afraid to break up because they're comfortable and it's safe and the the unknown is scary. But the fact is, like, if you're meant to be together, which I don't really believe in, but let's say I do, you'll find each other again at a better time. And otherwise, there are just too many people in the world to let one person kind of stop what you want to do. Do you think if he moved here and was like, I want to be with you, would you go for it? Or now can you see other things that were not so great about the relationship, but you kind of were staying in it? Yeah. I, when we broke up, I, I knew that I wasn't happy for at least a year in that relationship, but I kept doing the com- comfortable thing and just kind of kept going with it because I'm like, it'll get better. Like, right. We're meant to be together. What weren't you happy with? Um, I think not we were so close that we didn't know how to give each other space. Mm-hmm. So like I would go out, you know, once a month with friends without him. And he would text me the whole time and be like, you know, where are you, where are you at? What are you doing? Oh, no. But then it, then I got that way. And I'm not usually like that at all, but because he was like that, I was like feeding off of that mm-hmm. kind of like, we didn't trust each other. Even mm-hmm. We should energy. Mm-hmm. And so I would do the same. It wasn't healthy, but I didn't know it in the relationship. I thought right. we're like, we're good. We're just so close. Right. But then out of the relationship, I was like, oh, this is freedom. And that's what it should have been is more free. So I think I was le- like legitimately unhappy for a year in the relationship, but I kept going with it. So I, maybe I was just like looking for an excuse to leave and this yeah. is it. Yeah, I don't that know. could be it too. Is we often, you know, people often will cheat to get out of a relationship or move. And it's like, we just need something else to kind of pull us out like a life raft. Yeah. Like, because we can't do it ourselves necessarily. So, I mean, good for you. Congratulations. Good Thanks. job. <laughs> but you are finding dating here to be not so satisfying, which I do hear a lot. However, I would I would bring up that, you know, obviously it's a very different experience in Michigan. And, and there was a part of you that in your naivete was kind of better at dating, I would maybe say, than than you are now. I see this a lot where like, you know, people when they don't care or when they don't know or when they have that kind of new, exciting spirit about it, it goes a lot better than when they come into it with their baggage and their expectations. And now you kind of, quote, know what dating is supposed to be like or have this idea of it from your relationship or Whatever it is, it's very easy to fall into these kind of stories about how bad dating is here and stuff like that. Whereas when you were 18, you were like, so we're dating now, right? And I freaking love that. I think everyone should have the energy of an 18-year-old who's never dated before because it just gives you no fear and no expectation. 
And the expectation is really what gets us into trouble with dating, I think. Because if you come into a situation with expectations, you're going to be disappointed no matter what. Like another human being is not there to live up to your expectations. You know, they've got their own stuff and you kind of have to have that relaxed vibe about it of like just coming in like you've never done this before, like you're an alien. Yeah. Yeah, I do have high expectations, I think, too. In a date... It goes, they'll start talking, and then I'll find myself immediately being like, ooh, red flag. Like, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, like, ooh, I want to say something to him. Like, I want to roast him. Like, it's like a bad habit that I have of kind of like observational comedy of my date. Yeah. Without them not knowing. Yeah. So they might, they're probably like, this is going great. She mm-hmm. loves me. And mm-hmm. I'm over here like, ooh, I do not like the way you just did that. You know, like that Interesting. kind of thing. And I don't know if it's developed because I'm around the comedy scene more. Probably. So I become much more like um, kind of in tune with that mm-hmm. or or what it is. But I do wish I was that person who asked my ex out again, you know, who could just yeah. be like, hey, like, what's yeah. going out? Like, what's yeah. up? But I can't, I can't do that now. I, I mean, I, I guess I could. I am very honest with men. If yeah. I like them, I will say that. But I just am more um, critical, I guess, now. Yeah, like you've got, well, and also probably a bit from now having been in a long relationship, you're like, these are the things I need to look for to make sure that doesn't happen again, or to make sure I'm taking care of myself, which is great. And it's a great place to be when you're 23, to be figuring out these are the things that worked, these are the things that didn't, this is what I want going forward. And obviously there's not a real rush for you to like get into another serious relationship. I would say after a four and a half year relationship, probably need at least two years of being totally single and free and figuring out what you like. You've had that around now because you've lived here for two years. How much would you say you've gone on dates? Like how active are you dating wise? When I first broke up, so the first year was very active. I would go on like a couple a week. Like it was a lot because one, it was good practice and I wanted to just keep that up. Um, And two, I didn't really know what I was looking for. I didn't know if I wanted to jump right into something or what. And then so I went back to Michigan for a little bit. Um, to kind of take care of my mom and then I stopped dating and I was like I don't even see the point of dating Mm -hmm. and then now I'm starting to get back in there again and like I went on a date a couple weeks ago that was it was okay but again like I find really critical things to say about them so like he was a fan of some comics not like local to the scene but like bigger comics like mm-hmm. uh he like huge louis ck fan and oh. was like defending and, and i was like i oh, can't no, date no, this guy no, no. I mean, he's great this is his one flaw but because of this flaw i can't oh i cannot date him and so you know oh. it was a good date but then it's just like one thing kind of i was like i'm done and how did you meet that one tinder Got it. Yeah, or Bumble, I think. But and how often? So how often now are you kind of going out there and probably a couple times around. a month? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like a, a good amount. that's a good speed to be getting back in. I don't feel with you like there's this urgency of like you know it has to happen now. I need to be in a relationship. But I would say it's very easy to be like LA dating sucks and it was easier in Michigan or whatever, but you have a pretty small sample size. And it's like, whenever people can tell me the exact details of a date from a few weeks ago, of course, like you have an observational comedy memory. So like that's normal. And like, you want to remember that story because it's funny, but it's also like, you should be, there should be so many kind of experiences and dates and whatever happening in your life and coming your way that, it doesn't really matter. Like I have a few clients who will, 
email me or contact me whenever it's like, okay, now this happened. Now that, now what do I do? Da, da, da. And I'm like, it's not that precious. It really shouldn't be that precious. It should be just experiences that you're having, just collecting material, collecting research, information, data, and just kind of, it's each one individually doesn't really matter because as you saw, like with your four and a half year relationship, if it's going to work, it's going to work. You can't really mess it up. So you don't really need to obsess about what they're doing, what you're doing, what you say, what you do, what they said, what they do. You can just kind of be like, we'll see about this one. And I would say to you, if you find yourself wanting to roast them or tell them what you really think, maybe you should. Like, okay. because first of all, people we're on a date with can really pick up on when we're thinking something and we're not saying it. Okay. And that's immediately going to add to their nervous, awkward energy and kind of make it so they can't succeed, you know, because they're like aware that something is going on. They don't know what, but they can see it in your eyes. Even if you think they're like, oh, they think I love them. They kind of know somewhere, you know, and I, I'll, I'll have people a lot be like, I mean, I wasn't that into it, but I would have gone on a second date with them. And I'm like, but they were probably picking up that you were not that into it. Even if you think you did a really good job of acting, mm-hmm. You probably didn't. Or like they could just pick, like people are smart. Even if we don't seem smart, we're smart. And we can pick up on those things. So I often tell people when they go on dates, like if there's something bothering you or something you're thinking or they say something that rubs you the wrong way, why would you not call it out? Who cares? Like you'll either have a really interesting debate or discussion or you'll help them out in some way so they know, you know what I mean? Like... And you seem like someone who isn't like, I need to get into a relationship right now. So I would encourage you to like play around with it a little, you know, and just like make it more entertaining for yourself because also you hang around comics and you're at comedy shows. So I could see you kind of maybe even being a little bored on dates or just being like, why am I spending my time doing this? So like if you can find a way to make it more fun and playful for yourself and like if you're thinking some shit about a person and you're like, Oh God, like this person is ridiculous. You can just be like, you are ridiculous. And this is why, because what's the worst thing that, I mean, do it in public place, (laughs) but like, you know, but like for you to have a little more fun because you are very like smart and mature and you shouldn't feel like I'm wasting my time with these people. You should be making it entertaining for yourself. You're right. I should. And like with your four and a half year guy, you spoke your mind. You were like, we're dating, and then he didn't accept your friend request, and you were like, you're going to accept it again. Like, you just kind of no-filtered it, which I love, and I think it's so refreshing for people too, especially because nowadays everyone is going on these dates like, she already hates me. I probably already hate her. We're just going to hate each other. We both hate being here. We both want to get this over with. We never want to have to date again. And it's like, to be the person that's like, let's do it. Let's get real. I'm here, you know? Like, why not? Yeah. You seem like you could do that in a non-abrasive way. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so if I did that now to somebody, what do you think that a grown man's reaction would be to that? If you were like, you're ridiculous and here's why? Yeah. He would either, well, I don't know exactly, obviously, but he, I have a feeling he would either relax and be like, oh, this person's going to tell me what they think. I don't need to sit here thinking, what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. They're going to tell me what they think. So now I can actually relax and be myself. They might agree with you and be like, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, let's start over. I was nervous. Or they might be like, fuck you. I didn't like that. And then you know. And then you can be like, okay, cool. Like, well, I was honest with you. You were honest with me. And now we know why we're not going to go on a second date. You know? Yeah. Like, obviously, you don't want to be 
horrible to anyone or like cutting, but you can be honest in a playful way of like, hey, you seem really uncomfortable right now. Like, what's the deal? It's just a date, dude. Like, or, you know, like, really, Louis C.K.? Like, you know what he did, right? It's a shame because I really like you, but after that, I probably can't actually date you, you know? And just letting people know, like, what you're actually thinking in a fun, playful, like, I'm helping you out way, not in, like, a horrible, cold way, obviously. I think there's always a way to say these things. Yeah. But I would be interested to see what happens if you could kind of remove your mature 23-year-old filters back to your 18-year-old self. Yeah, I that's what I really want to get back to. I was so honest. I like asked for a kiss. Like how yeah. what is that? Hello. You know? <laughs> I mean, I had a guest a few weeks ago that I've gotten a lot of feedback about how much people loved her story of how she met her husband where she was 30 when she met him and she was like may I kiss you now at the end of their date and she asked him out and like you know similar thing it never has to go away we never have to decide like now I'm too old to act that way or like now I'm too mature or like now I know the way people do things you know it's like you you hear about these stories in like the career arena too where people are like well I didn't know that's not how you do things but it worked And it's like, if we can remove our kind of knowledge of how you do things, I think that it just impedes us, really. Okay. Maybe I'll go to a guitar center and post up and wait for like a a hot cashier. Well, and that's the other thing I love is like doing things that you don't normally do because your friend made you do it, you know, and you were going with your friend and then you bought drumsticks just to like have something, you know, it's like we don't put ourselves out there once we get a little older and we feel safe and we don't want to feel unsafe and it's scary to look stupid but it's like why like why if we want something we should just be willing to look stupid for it yeah that's true i think my next move is the starbucks in the valley village because Uh there's at least like four men there that come in frequently and i'm always sitting there and i just i'm waiting but i don't know why i should just maybe you should just just go you should do it four out yes see what happens yes there's definitely four of them that I'm like, I would totally date these four men. You should 100% do it. And what you need to do is just like, before you do it, just like say to yourself, like, I don't know how you do this. It doesn't, you know, like I have no previous knowledge. I'm just going to go like I've, like I'm an alien and this is how you do things. Because yeah, we just go into it with these ideas of like what is and isn't the right way. And I just think it gets in our way. And and I feel like you could very easily get yourself back to just having fun with it. And if anything, if this helps you at all, to try and get a weird reaction out of that. Like, this is a fun game I'm playing, you know? Like, yeah. I'm going to go see what happens when I do this. little bit of social experiment. Yeah. little like Nathan for you. Of like, this is how you date people, you know? Like, I'm just going to go ask them out at the Starbucks because no one does that. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be flattered, I think. I would 100% be flattered. I feel like, hey, I think you're very attractive. If Do you want to go grab coffee? Uh, do you want to grab coffee right now? We're in a Starbucks. Yes. You know, that yes. kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> I think I'd be flattered. I had a guy wink at me at the Starbucks one time. And that, well, he didn't wink. We made eye contact when he was walking in and he smiled and he was very handsome. And I was like, okay. And I just kind of kept it to myself. Oh my and God. then he walked out and he winked at me and just kept walking. And there was no dialogue. And I don't, and then I was overthinking, I'm like, what did the wink mean? And like, did he think I was attracted? Yes. Like, what's going on? And there was no dialogue, nothing. And I just, I'm, I'm always thinking about that man. And this is, this has been a month ago. Like, wow. Still to, like right now being like, what, what did that mean? <laughs> 
Like, was it just a, hey, I see, you're cute? Yeah. Or, you know, was it, I don't know. I think it's like an acknowledgement of a connection of like a shared sense of humor or something. He saw something he connected to and just wanted to be like, hey, I see you. Okay. And in that situation, I don't know, you could have, I mean, obviously you don't want to like run after someone. Right. But... I mean, those kind of things can be happening all around you and you just kind of have to open yourself up to them. I think that we're very like, I'm on my phone, I'm on my computer, I don't want to be the weird person, I don't want to make someone uncomfortable, but like we can be the playful one. I think especially you can because you just have this kind of innate confidence and kind of like, I don't care what people think. And I can tell that from spending, you know, 20 minutes with you. That I think you could get away with it very easily. You're the girl who like bought the drumsticks and friend requested someone twice in like 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, which you know, I guess for some people they're gonna listen to this and be like, "She's insane." That's what it is. But I, but who can like then yeah, be insane? You know, like then then do it the way no one else does it. I keep trying to think. I'm like stuck because I have this example in my head that this happened recently of like someone having like a playful I don't care I didn't think about it attitude and we just don't apply that to dating enough like we just need to have that as if we haven't done this a million times as if it's fun you know as if it's an experiment like anything else and as if we're idiots because we are we don't know how this is going to happen there's no like I always say to my coaching clients no I cannot guarantee you that you'll meet someone but I can guarantee you that I'm going to keep you in there And that's the way you're going to meet someone, by staying in there, not by going home and doing nothing, Mm -hmm. you know? So I would say to you, putting yourself out there more. Now, what do you, my understanding that we got before we started was you tend to date pretty, pretty significantly older than you, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, so I'm 23 and I think 30 and up is my age range. But I really kill it in like 40 and up. Like that wow. is my crowd. They love me. And they I love you. And I don't know. It's like one of those things where like I'm definitely attracted to older men. I think mm-hmm. I like the maturity. There's some, I learn something. They challenge me like mm-hmm. uh, on like an educational or like I learn a lot of lessons that typically like men my age don't have or teach mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's kind of also an issue because like a lot of the older men... Um, you know, they're either like married or freshly divorced or have kids or something's wrong with them or or it could be creepy, you know, because then I have to look at it from other people's point of views of like, why are they going after a really young woman? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's typically my type. Where does the older, where do they tend to find you or? I mean, so co- like comedians, I guess, at mm-hmm. comedy shows mm-hmm. and then within career, my career paths different places I've worked. I've always, you know, thought the older man was attractive compared to the, you know, like my age intern. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. And it's, and it's definitely like, I definitely, right now, like I've fallen for somebody that is older, but I don't know how to go about it. Tell me more. At all. Let's talk. So they're, they're recently divorced uh, and we're just very close friends, I guess Mm -hmm. you would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, We go and we get drinks and coffee and we go to comedy shows and it's, just great. I mean, we have this banter that I haven't had with anybody ever. We have a lot of chemistry. There is a lot of flirtation, but I don't know if that's where it ends, you know, because he's going through a lot too mm-hmm. in his personal life. He has a daughter. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about that aspect, I'm like, oh, I can't even take care of myself half the time. I don't know if I could also 
How old is the daughter? She's she's freshly out of high school. Oh wow! So yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. almost your age. Yeah, yeah. So you know. So that's... you probably don't need to worry about taking care of the daughter. That's true. Is that your concern? Because you no, definitely don't. I think that's not a similar age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what are you looking for with this man? Would you want to date him? Would you want him to be your boyfriend? Are you like a marriage, kids, family person? Eventually, not now. Where, like, what would your ideal scenario be with this person? Oh, I definitely love to date him. I think long term, I want to get married. I know that I've always mm-hmm. wanted to get married. Kids, I have never really wanted kids because I'm so career oriented. Mm-hmm. But you know, he does have a kid that's graduated, so then it wouldn't. I wouldn't have to raise a kid, and right. you know, he's at the age now where he probably wouldn't have another one. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. But definitely, I mean, I would love to like see my life with this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of coming to terms with it because we've been friends for a while. And then recently I was like, okay, these feelings probably aren't just friendship. And right. So, I, But I haven't said anything either. And you're probably nervous that if he's not into it, it'll hurt the friendship. The friendship. And then you'll lose him as a friend. Yeah. I mean, I generally, generally think that 10 years in either direction for dating is reasonable. So 10 years older, 10 years younger. Sounds like he's a fair amount more than that, older than you. Add another 10 to your... 20. Um, But, I mean, I don't have hard and fast rules about it. So I would never tell you, like, no, don't like the person you like. You should like whoever you like. I don't think it's overly creepy, especially because you strike me as being pretty mature and you don't really, you know... Above age 18, anything's fair game. So that's fine. But also there is, so there is, I read this in one book once and I've quoted it ever since because I loved it so much. And who knows if it's really even validated by science, but I have found it to be very true. I've always dated a lot younger than me and I've tried significantly older and it just doesn't really work. And I'm always like, what is that? Like, what is that about? And I read about it and So there's a theory. It's not just, oh, older men like hot younger women and it's like this creepy thing or like older women like younger men. It's more about as, and I hope some scientist calls in and corrects me about this, but (laughs) as you get older women, our testosterone goes up and as men get older, their testosterone goes down. So older men tend to be into younger women because they still have the lower testosterone, higher estrogen, so they communicate similarly. It's a little more sensitive, it's a little more soft, it's a little more emotional, it's gentler. And also older men, as they get older, they're like less career-oriented, more nesting, more like gardening, taking care of the house, they want to stay in. Whereas women, as they get older... And this is why you'll see a lot of women who are like postmenopausal, getting a second wind on their career or wanting to travel the world or dating a hot younger man. Our testosterone goes up. Our sex drive goes up. We want to have our careers. We're more, you know, direct and aggressive in our communication. So we do better with much younger men. So it's this kind of switch that happens. And I'm not sure the exact time at which the switch occurs. I've always kind of been into younger guys. So this could be totally... Bullshit, but I am saying like, I don't think it's purely creepy that older men like younger women and vice versa. I do think there's something going on with where they are in their lives and communication wise and hormone wise of like matching each other that an older man is like this woman in her 20s is softer and like more, I don't know, you are career driven. So this part doesn't really apply, but it's just just communicates on the same level. Whereas like as women get older, we're more like, I'm not going to take your shit and I'm going out and doing my career and whatever. 
So it kind of, and whereas like younger men are like very impressed by that. And they're kind of like, I like how this woman knows what she wants. So I wouldn't be surprised if as you get older, you switch to younger men. Because I think you could have kind of a thing happen where you just get along better with people who are still as like career driven as you are. Interesting. Just a thought. These are just theories. Again, they could yeah. be completely wrong. <laughs> but I have found it to be true. And I find it a little bit comforting when I think of like much older men going for younger women. I'm like, no, it kind of makes sense because their estrogen levels are matching more, you know? Okay. And like he's more comfortable with you. And you do seem, for all your career drivenness, you also seem very kind of like you could be kind of soft and nurturing and nice as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're just I think, a, I, I think I'm all those things. Yeah, yeah I think I so. Think and not that it has to be one or the other. <laughs> but I I bet he feels very comfortable and safe with you. And especially if he's been through some shit with a divorce and a daughter and all that and a career, it could be really nice to have someone who just makes you feel good and safe and loved and comfortable. Yeah, it does feel very good. But I'm also aware that that's where it could just, add, you know, like yeah. we're just friends and it feels good. And that's it. And, and that's I'm fine. totally okay with yeah. that. But um, yeah, generally just older older men. I don't know if it's because I'm more mature or how I grew up. I, I like grew up taking care of my mom. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, take, I've taken care of somebody, you mm-hmm. know, my whole life. And I don't know if that's why, too. That like, could be why, too. Just, is like, that older. you're used to, yeah. You're not, you're like a little more mature than you should be. <laughs> So, like, you're used to taking care of someone. You're used to being in that caretaker role in a way that probably most 23-year-olds are not. I would encourage you, if it holds any interest for you at all, to let someone take care of you as well. Because it sounds like maybe you haven't had that as much. And that can be a hard thing to do if you're a person who's into your career and a person who has taken care of people your whole life. It can be hard to kind of relinquish that control and let someone else take care of you does this guy feel like he takes care of you too or does it feel kind of like a you take care of him situation no he he definitely it feels like he takes care of me actually more than I take care of him now that's nice which is I think why I like him so Mm -hmm. much because it's like the first kind of little taste of that I've ever gotten from somebody even with my ex it was always me you know, taking care of him and paying the bill and like doing mm-hmm. all that. So mm-hmm. it's, I never really had this switch. And now that the switch is here, I love it. Like I want it all the time. I'm like, okay, please. That's take care great. Of me. Please buy me a gift. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really beautiful because it's actually hard for a lot of people yeah. to kind of allow that and to like be vulnerable enough to let someone else take care of them. And I always say like, one of the best ways to take care of someone else is to let them take care of you. It makes people feel good, especially someone who maybe their ego has suffered a little from what they've been through. Our instinct is like, oh, he's been through a lot. Let me take care of him. When what actually is going to make him feel better and stronger and more like a man is letting him take care of you. Yeah, it is hard for me. I, I This is the first time I've ever let my guard down for somebody taking care of me is with him. Just because he kind of forced it in like that way. He was like, I'm going to do this. And he would do it instead of just saying it. And I'm like, no, please don't. You yeah, know, he yeah, would never do yeah. it. He kind of, uh, you know, forced that in me that I let my guard down and let him do it. But usually like someone says they got me a gift and I will like cry because I'm like, I don't, oh, I'll just take it back. I don't oh, want to no. accept it. So it's like a lot of just like me letting my guard down and letting this person in, which is kind of open to emotions. 
And I've realized that over, I started as a friendship and then slowly I would talk about him all the time. And I was like, what is happening? I don't think I'm supposed to be talking about him this much. And then I, it just dawned on me. I was like, I actually really like this guy. Um, but you know, as of now, I don't really have any plans to do anything about it Mm -hmm. because I don't know if I'm in the position to do anything. I think. Do you feel like, what kind of signals are you getting off of him? Because you seem like a pretty perceptive person. We're very flirty. He's very kind. He's like offered to, you know, help me in certain ways, like financially, when I was like unemployed, when all this stuff. He's just very flirty as well. Like our conversations, we'll talk about everything um, from he'll like open up about his family history, which he says he never does. Mm-hmm. I was the second person he told he was getting a divorce. Like mm-hmm. kind of just like we're very, very close in that way, but it's also still flirty. So I feel like there's something there. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're just close friends. Like there's always something and I can't explain it's just the chemistry we have and yeah I and there was a while where he actually wouldn't respond to me and then he finally was like uh he didn't he didn't exactly come out and say it but he was like I I just had to take a step back because he's like I had to deal with everything going on before I could deal with other emotions interesting so I don't know what that was about but I'm assuming it's because he started to feel something but it was going through all of this other stuff and wanted to make sure that his head was clear mm-hmm. is what I'm assuming that was about but yeah it's just been a weird uh it's like I, I never expected the feelings to come because we're very just like close friendship and uh like career wise but yeah they're definitely there and I don't think I'm in the position I think he's going through so much more than I yeah. am that he's gonna have to be the one to ever do anything because I don't want to like cross the line or something, you know, because he's dealing with a lot. Yeah, I would say it sounds like right now, even if he has feelings for you, he probably doesn't really have room for them or room to process them. So I think your your instincts are right. I think giving him just space and being his friend and letting him kind of come to you. Do you think that he, he that your feelings for him are in any way impeding or preventing you from being interested in other people do you care even um at first when the feelings were very strong i found myself like comparing other people Mm, to him mm -hmm. i'm like he would do this better he Mm -hmm. would be more funny in this situation um but now i've been kind of trying to be more open like i was when i was 18 and i've been trying to like let those guards down and be like well everybody's different and maybe i'll just fall for somebody that's not who i paint as a picture of like my type and so I've right. been trying lately to be like really like let my guard down. But yeah, for a while I was very like would compare him to everybody. And yeah. I'm like, I just want that person. Yeah. But now I'm kind of coming to terms with it might not ever happen. So I shouldn't do that. I should be more open. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Like I know when you have kind of an unrequited, at least that you can communicate, uh, crush, it's easy to put them on a pedestal too because you're like, you haven't actually been in a relationship with them and it's always easier for people to treat you well when they're your friend and when they don't have to, when they're not expected to do anything for you. For some reason, it's easier for people to do things for you. So like, that's why a lot of times people will, you know, be like, when we were friends, he was so great. He was like this. And then we started dating or something romantic happened and all of a sudden he wasn't even acting like my friend. And it's this weird, it is this weird thing that happens with all of a sudden these expectations that come with a title or a situation or whatever it is that make people way worse than they were before you were dating. Like there's something about friendship is so much safer because you can give things to, to a person, but you weren't expected to. And if you took them away, no one could be mad at you. Whereas like once there's a title or sexual things happening, all of a sudden there's so much more pressure 
And it sounds like he could buckle under pressure at this point. So I would say you have the right instincts in terms of keeping it as it is. And I would just want you to keep in mind as you do try and date other people, if you choose to do that, that they're they're not going to seem as perfect to you, especially because with him, he's on this pedestal because you haven't seen him in a relationship, you know, like people in a relationship are very different than they are as friends. And so people always be like, my friend, he's so great. He's so great. And then they'll set him up with a friend and then they turn out to be an asshole or whatever. It's just like a weird thing that happens. So it's like easy to have him on a pedestal and then compare everybody else to that when you don't actually know what he would be like in a romantic relationship. And it might be that you're you're getting treated better now than you ever would as his girlfriend. Could be. That's true. And he's getting a divorce. And he's getting divorced. Divorce is a two-person job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. (laughs) But I'm like, divorce is hot. I don't know why. Divorce is hot. (laughs) Why do you think? Why do you think you think divorce is hot? I don't know. They're like little broken. Oh. They're so fragile. I just want to. Let me show you. (laughs) Do you think any part of you, uh, because you said you have taken care of your mom, you've had kind of an unusual life and childhood sees yourself and is like, yeah, like I'm the mother of broken people because yeah. 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 Sometimes. Yeah. And (laughs) you're like, let me do for other people what no one did for me. Yes. yes. And I like it. And this makes me feel powerful that I can now fix someone else. Yeah. It's something I've been more aware of since I've been single, like about that mentality. I'm like, let's just, I want to take you to a zoo. Let's go get ice cream. Let's do all the things I never got to do. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) you know, you can do that. Uh, with a friend or a kid you're right, or you're a right. friend's kid or even yeah you're right I, yeah. You know, I have a dog there, I can take you my could dog take your dog yeah because I, I do want someone to take care of you and I don't want it to be your job for you to be repeating the same caretaking role over and over again at least not until someone has really earned it from you yeah it's an interesting dichotomy that you're into one, a guy who takes care of you, but two, someone who's broken. So you like want someone broken who can mm-hmm. also do things for you. Yeah, someone who's broken but can step up. Yeah, that's, what, that's not wrong. You know, there's a lot of wrong. Uh, there's a lot of different things. I think it's just a mix of how I grew up uh, mixed with like who I am now, and it, they're kind of two opposite things. And so it makes dating really hard because I think I'm I'm looking for it all, but I'm looking for none of it at the same time. Right, right. If that makes like sense. Like you have to it's be like, just broken enough. You have to be a little bit broken, but still able to connect Function. with me. And then also take care of me, but also I need to take care of you all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would really fight the urge to take care of someone else. No, it's hard though. But you should know that what I say is true, that like telling someone how you're feeling, telling them what your thoughts are asking for what you need, accepting gifts and them taking care of you is you taking care of them. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like a, it's like a weird way of thinking about it, but it's like that makes people feel good when they can take care of you. So if you can think of that as taking care of them, maybe it can satisfy both of your needs. You're like, I'm taking care of them by letting them take care of me because what they ultimately want is to feel like a strong man grown up and is if i'm taking care of them they can't feel that way Mm. so if i let them take care of me they can and then i'm essentially taking care of them yeah does that make sense it does make sense yeah i need to find a balance here yeah helps a lot i'm torn on what to do with this guy i mean i kind of think i do kind of think you should just keep your friendship for now and if another like how long how long have you has this been going on 
Um, like a couple years, but then he got the divorce um, like a few months back, and since then it's kind of like intensified. Just our, at least our friend, I think he has more time, you know, obviously. So even if it is just a friendship, even that's just more intense now. Mm -hmm. So, but we've known each other for a couple years. Mm -hmm. um, but he was married for some of that. Yeah. And that was hot too, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get you. No! <laughs> now that he's divorced, I'm like, oh, now you're broken, so it's even hotter. It's hotter. Wow. When he was married, would he, like, tell you he was unhappy in his marriage, or did you know? No, we didn't have that type of relationship. So you were just time. friends. It was, it, was, yeah. it was kosher. Yeah, and then he opened up to me at the Starbucks, actually, that I am in love with. Starbucks? It is my Starbucks. That's, That's your really Starbucks. You need to go spread your mojo around there. Yeah. You obviously <laughs> have it. It's your magic place. <laughs> So this, okay, so I would say let this, I would give it like another year if you can stand it of like just being friends with him, but also like doing your own thing. Because like we've all been in that situation where we're like in love with a guy friend. And even though we're like, no, 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 I'm dating, I'm seeing other people, like no one is going to live up to that. So I would say if you find that happening, give into it. And just be like, okay, I'm just going to be all in, in love with this person. And it may go up in flames, but I have to, there's no way around it. I have to go through it. You know what I mean? Like, because avoiding these things and pushing them down and telling yourself you're not going through it, that certainly doesn't work. And you are then going to be wasting time going on dates with other people if you've got this guy in your head all the time. So I think you you seem pretty good at like being honest with yourself and knowing where you are. So I would genuinely ask yourself like either what do I need to do to be able to move on from this mentally and really let other people in or do I just want to dive into it 100%? Which doesn't necessarily mean saying anything, but it just means you allowing yourself mm -hmm. to live in your desire and kind of like let it play out, you know? Because you are young. <laughs> you have plenty of time. You gotta get your heart broken a few more times. I don't know if you've ever had your heart broken, have you? It, well, the thing with my ex was kind of a heart heartbreaking. It was a mutual thing. Yeah, but yeah. It, it but turned still sour hard. and then it became heartbreaking. Yeah, so. yeah. So a few more times, I would yeah. say. You okay. need a few more like major mess ups. Right. Don't get pregnant or like anything else like that. But you know, a few more like really bad ideas would be good for you. Like a few more just going down the wrong path, learning lessons. Right. Because my guess, and I will be so happy if I'm wrong, is that this guy's not going to be who you probably end up with, yeah. probably, at the end of the day, whatever end up with means. But you may have some great times with him, some great sex. You might date him for a while. Could be any number of things. Maybe you will marry him and live happily ever after. But, I mean, so you could. I'm all for people kind of embracing whatever they're in and not trying to be in something else. Yeah. Unless you're like, I'm really sick of this and I really want to be actively dating and this isn't going anywhere. And then you would need to figure out, like, do I need to spend less time with him? Do I need to have the conversation with him that goes... Hey, I've got feelings for you. I know it's a really bad time, so I'm going to take a step back, etc. If you're really trying to date and get out there. Yeah. Which one do you think you're trying to do? I do think I'm trying to date and get out there. That situation is just scary for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So I'm probably going to do the thing where I just never bring it up. Just do nothing. Cool. Then hope something happens at yeah. a bar one night. And yeah, then, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I probably won't make the move. I will totally. probably be very respectful. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm, here, I'm your friend. But let kind of whatever happens organically happen with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the meantime, just try to 
let my guard down and not compare people, not try and roast people and just be like open. Yeah. And <laughs> save the roasting for Twitter if I need it. No, roast. I say roast. Roast away. Roast right there. You know, just do it hard. with love. Um, no, I don't. I really, I mean, I don't know what the exact thoughts in your head are, but oh, that's are they, are they bad? They're really much. bad. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, I also just really think you need a bigger sample size. Like, you won't want to roast everyone if you're going on multiple dates a week. There will be some good ones. There will be some ones that you get excited about and you feel attracted to. What's your age range on these apps? What do you put it up to? Oh, it is like, it's like 23 to like 45. Wow. It's very open. I thought you were going to say more. I thought you were going to say like 55. It's been there before. <laughs> I lowered it down recently. I'm like, I got a narrow. And who go. generally do you reach out or reaches out to you? And is it older mostly? It's a big mix. It's actually a lot of people my age. But then when the older guy does reach out to me, You're I'm like, like yes. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just think, I mean, like, it sounds like you've had a tough life. You've taken care of your mom. You've had some shit. You deserve to just enjoy yourself and have fun in whatever way that is and to not have it be like a chore, but to have it be just an enjoyable experience as someone who is into comedy and can laugh at these things. But I think you should, I don't know if you should roast everybody, but I would say you should definitely be more honest, be more yourself. Don't feel like you have to be polite to everyone, you know, like if you want to kiss someone, say it. If you want to go out with someone, say it. If you think someone's hot, say it. If you think someone's ridiculous, say it. Like, what is the worst that's going to happen? You need to have some more experiences. And you need to, like, come into your own a little bit more. Because you had this four and a half thing, four and a half year thing, where you were very attached to this person. You know now that that wasn't healthy. And now, and then you've got this thing where you're kind of sitting on your hands with this older man. And you're just like, I'm going to be respectful and quiet and kind and respect where he is and da, da, da. And you can like fuck things up a little more for yourself, you know? Like yeah. see what it's like if you ask out the four guys at Starbucks, go on a bunch of dates where you just speak your mind, where you take the filter away. You're like, I'm an alien who's never been on a date before. I don't know how this works. Don't we just say everything we're thinking? I think that would be fun for you. I think it would be really fun too. I and think that's like in my dream world, that's what I imagine it to be. I mean, if you think about... Uh, what you I assume part of what you love about your job and producing comedy shows is like getting to see all this crazy shit go down and hear everyone's weird random thoughts and meet all these different kinds of weird people and dating can be the exact same thing you know it can just be fun and collecting experiences and like seeing how this show goes and whatever it is and just like seeing how crazy people can be and like challenging people I feel like you're someone who probably enjoys getting a rise out of people sometimes. I do. I like to like say things that they don't necessarily pick up on for a really long time and then see where that goes like with that. <laughs> <laughs> with the date. I'm like, they're too dumb to get it. So I'm just going to kind of That is hilarious. Hanging them on and then, yeah. You should do it. I mean, you should do whatever makes it fun for you. And I sense you could do a little bit more making out. Yeah. How often do you make out? Actually, I make out more than one would think. <laughs> Because I feel like you're like so correct thing. and well-behaved. No, that maybe no, like, Well, I, I shouldn't make out if I don't really like him, but you should. No, I mean, but that's... I I actually consider, like, dating and, and kind of, like, making out, like, two different things for Interesting. two different types of people. Okay, go on. Make out is, like, if I meet you at a bar and we're hitting it off, I, I probably don't want to date you, but I will probably make out with that person. Totally. Um, but, like, on dates, when I set myself up for a date, I'm like, I'm going on a date. I mean, I'm very, like... 
uh, I'm not going to kiss you on the first date because I know what you want, that kind of thing. Oh. But I, you know, but I do like a lot of just like random like makeouts and stuff. I think dates should be random makeouts also. I really do. I think as if you're a person who's comfortable with this stuff, which you are, most dates should end in a makeout. One, because it gives you more information about the person. So it could be like, I didn't think I was into him, but now I am. Or it could be like, that was really terrible. We're going to need to work on that. But whatever it is, it also just like gives you incentive to go on dates. Like, sorry, but a date on its own can be kind of painful or not that fun. But if you know you're going to get a fun makeout out of it, unless you're repulsed by the person... You should go for it. I don't think you should think of them as two separate things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why I'm not having a good time on dates is because then I just yeah. leave and I'm like, that You're was like, well, that so, was unsatisfying. Was so I think it should be a challenge to yourself that even if you think they're ridiculous, you should still make out with them. Okay. Because I think it would be really fun to make someone think, to let someone know what you really think about them and then to make out with them. Like, how confusing is that? That's so great. <laughs> Normally, I'm encouraging people on the show to be better people, but I'm encouraging you to you be a little to, worse. You want me to, like, let loose. I want you to, like, fuck it up a little like, bit. Like, tell someone off and then make out with yes, them. Yes, yes. like, really make yes. them feel something yes. that they've never felt. Yes, and make you be like, wow, my power is insane. Yeah. That was so fun. That's so funny. Like, I want you to have the going to the zoo eating ice cream experience that you didn't have in your childhood as an adult, and that translates to... <laughs> Telling someone off and then making out with them. You know yeah, what I mean? Zoo. Yeah, the zoo. Yeah. I want you to like be having that fun now. You're too young to be correct already. And you're too, I mean, we're all too young to be correct. But, you know, you're already putting these like, this is what a good person does parameters on yourself. And like, this is what a reasonable person does. And like, I have to be a grown up because my mom is not. And that's fine. But in your life... No, you don't have to be. You have your job for that, too. You're already grown up in your job. So your dating life should be your place of play. It should be fun. It should be playful. It should be silly. It should be stupid. You should be a child. You should be like, what happens if I push this button? What happens if I knock this milk over? Like, what should I, what What else can I fuck up? I'm going to stomp on your sandcastle and make out with you. Like, that's that's where you should be, I think. Yeah. Now I want to go to a zoo and find somebody to make out with. Exactly. That's a great place. (laughs) Just like watching the monkeys mating and then you're like, hey, want to make out? It really is. It's like a very, yeah, Yeah. it's a very sexy place. I also want to encourage you with makeouts and all that to just feel like you can be direct with people. Like you're the kind of person who can get away with, and I think most people can if they just like decide to, but (laughs) going up to someone just be like, hey, I think you're cute. Do you want to make out? Or like, hey, I didn't really enjoy this date, but I'd love to make out. Yeah. 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 Or like, I don't know if we're going on the second date, but let's see what your makeout skills are like. But you're not coming over. Like, you can set the rules and tell people who you are. And I think it'll also be good because I feel like the situation with the older guy is robbing you of your power just a little bit. Like, I like that he takes care of you. I like that you feel good with him. But for a while, at least, you're going to feel like with him, you're on a certain amount of eggshells in terms of what you can and can't do or say. And, like, also, you're very aware of your own feelings. And so you're being kind of careful with them. Mm -hmm. So I think... In all other areas of your life, mostly dating though, you should kind of take those handcuffs off and just be like, okay, in that place I have to be correct, in this place I do not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to let loose. Yeah, you should let loose. I'm going to get my sexy voice on. Get your sexy voice. (laughs) What's your uh, general like dating tactic on the apps? I'm just curious. 
Um, what do you mean by dating? Like opening like, line or how do you swipe? Oh. Do you look closely while you're swiping or do you just say yes to everybody? I used to look closely when they were new to me because I'd put a lot of like emphasis on I'm like, I don't want this guy to be creepy. I don't do this a lot. Now that I've been on a lot of dates through the apps, I, I'm kind of disgusting about it and will just great like, oh, that's I'll, how I'll it should be TV show and yes just, it, yes to everyone it really feels like um to me like i've said this before but the like dating it's like a people watching app almost yes it's like i don't want to leave my house but i'll people watch from my couch and just be like oh that guy what is he yeah like? yeah and it's fun for me um and it's kind of disgusting how mindless it's become but i, I don't think it's disgusting at all i think it's exactly <laughs> how it should be and i think you should think of dates as the same way people okay. watching people research it's yeah. just like, let me go see what this person's like. And I'm going to get a makeout at the end. Like, yeah. you should just have fun. When you, I feel like when you start conversations, you're probably just like, whatever, let me say something weird. Is that? Oh, on the dating yeah. apps? I'm very, it can go one of two ways. I either like am so intrigued by someone, I read their profile and I want to impress them. So I pull something from that. Or I just say, hey, how are you? And okay. uh, that usually works yeah. for men. Yeah. They're very yeah. excited even. Hey, how that. are you is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah I would say... You don't need to read their profile. You don't need to show any any kind of work being put in. You can just be like, hey, you're hot. Or like, hey, want to take me out? Like, you should be not chatting a whole lot, getting to the dates, and just like having fun doing your people research and making yep. out. I'm yep. really excited for you to just like go fuck things up a little bit. Me too. And be like a little less mature than you are, you know? Okay, I really like strip down. Yeah, and, I think you know. strip it down, get those child eyes on, and just be like, what's this shiny thing? I'm going to play you? with it. Yeah. So I think you're going to do this. I want to hear updates about right. the older guy. Um, I want people to look you up on Instagram, Jamie Bozak. Yep. Um, she will make out with you. She'll fuck up your life a little bit. Yeah. It'll be great. Heart- I want heartbreak. I want Heartbreak, everything. we want it all. I want you to jump in with your clothes on. I, I'm okay with DMs. You know, I'm one of those people. Yes, so yes. You're okay. And you're going to ask out those four guys at Starbucks. I am. Maybe if I see Maybe all that, at the same time. Yeah, maybe if I see the guy, <laughs> the guy that winks at me, I'll ask yes. him too. Yes. Be like, hey, what was that wink was about? You know what? Actually, I, I don't care. Do you want to make out? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell him I still think about it, but I do. You I can tell him, but that's what I'm saying. You can be like, I... like. Your old 18-year-old self would have been like, what was that wink? What was that about? I think about it all the time. Can I buy these drumsticks? Like, you, that's what you, that's where your headspace needs to be. So whatever you need to do to get there, yeah. get there. I think it'll be so much fun. I think you deserve to have fun. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Come back anytime. I will. Probably next week. Give me an update on my zoo makeout. I want to hear about it. I love it. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Just the tip, a dating tip. After we stopped recording, Jamie mentioned that actually a lot of guys are interested in her and they're really nice, but she's just not interested in them. She likes it to be a little bit more of a challenge. She tends to like guys who are harder for her to get. We've all heard this story before. We all identify with it. On the one hand, it's totally fine for where she is in her life. She's in her 20s. It takes a while to really appreciate guys who are nice to you and guys who like you. But I'm going to go back to the concept of dating as an alien, which is if you were an alien, you would not understand the people who don't want you or are appealing. You would naturally be like, well, if someone likes me, I should like them, right? Or I should at least give them a chance because they'll probably be nice to me and make me feel good. And that's what I want, isn't it? So I would encourage you Think about whatever story you're currently telling yourself about your dating life or the people you typically like or what typically happens to you or what your type is or whatever it is. 
And try and do the opposite. Try and be an alien to your own dating life. Look at it objectively and go, is that what an alien would do? Or should I try something completely different? How can I go in as if I've never done this before? How can I have a completely new take on it? What if I start saying yes to all the people who like me and no to all the people who make it hard for me? Or what if I start saying yes to everybody? Or what if I just tell people upon meeting them, the very first thing that comes into my mind about them, no matter how ridiculous it seems. Find a sense of play. This doesn't just apply to people who haven't had a lot of experience and need to kind of get out there again. This applies to everyone. If you're getting burnt out, if you're getting fed up with yourself, repeating the same story to yourself over and over again, flip the script, pretend you're an alien and you're dating for the very first time and do what an alien would do. If you are interested in coaching, please reach out to us at notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a question for the podcast, concern, you want to come on, you want to be featured as a single, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com or notyourtherapistpodcast on Instagram. Thank you so much to my guest, Jamie Bozak, whose name I apparently spelled wrong. Um, her Instagram is J-A-I-M-I-E, that's an extra I in there, B-O-Z-A-C-K, on Instagram. She's fabulous. She has a very sexy voice. She will make out with you. She's having fun. Thank you to my beautiful producer, Christine Bartolucci, Melissa Gruen, my talent producer, all of you for listening, rating, reviewing, and for making dating fun.